Welcome to Origin Gate. This is Lindy Masters for Wisdom's Echo with your thought for the day. I would like to uh, just read a scripture for you from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 8. 4 to 1 is given the word of wisdom through the spirit to another, the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another, faith by the same spirit to another, gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles and to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits and to another different kinds of tongues and to another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 says, but one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. I've just recently been speaking about, with my different groups, speaking about the need in our midst for discerning of spirits. And the scripture speaks about how the Holy Spirit works all of these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills, all of these different words of knowledge, faith by the same spirit, gifts of healing, working of miracles, and discerning of spirits. Now, I don't believe that one has discerning, one has healing, one has tongues. I think we we probably all have an element of all of it for wherever we are, uh, whatever situation you find yourself in, you're going to need it. But some might have more than others. And that's wonderful. But I think that everybody needs to have discerning of spirits, especially in the world that we now live, you know, with us pressing into new things, new eras, new times, new seasons, and really untangling from a religious spirit and untangling from the stuff we've been taught for decades in Christendom, making them real, making them we, us believe that this is just the way it is. And then finding truth in scripture and untangling from perhaps just ways we've always done things and realizing maybe they can be done differently and it's okay. But in the middle of all of that, we also then, you know, it's a swinging of a pendulum. You swing it from one side way over to the other side and eventually it does come to the middle and we get balance. And I feel sometimes that we're not in balance at the moment because we're we're going, oh my gosh, I can look at that. Oh my gosh, I can do these things that recently. I went and had some reflexology done now. I've done deliverance for three decades and I would have cast demons out of people who went to have reflexology done. And here I was sitting with a mystical friend of mine, a Christian who was, who was actually doing reflexology on me and just thinking how ridiculous this guy loves Yeshua. He's been trained up how to deal into the body through the feet and through the, the different connections of our feet into our body. And how would I have thought that something like reflexology was demonic when God made my feet and my feet are connected to my body? He touched my the side of my toe. I nearly jumped right off the bed. And he said, oh, I can see you've got a bit of an infection in your lungs. Are you okay? And I said, oh, I've been coughing a little bit. And, and he, he found that on my toe. How can that be demonic? Now, you know, give me 10 years ago, I would have gone, oh, you can't do reflexology. I understand that sometimes it's sources and the things that, that, that people use come from perhaps false religions and new age and whatever. But, you know, these things are all a corrupted form of an original. And so he did a whole lot of healing on my body just by massaging my feet. And I realized how I'd untangled myself 
from a religious mindset without even knowing truth, without actually even finding out anything about it, I'd become untangled from silliness. But not everything is expedient. You know, I know him. He walks with us. I know his walk with Yahweh. And it's absolutely wonderful and, and recommendable. But I wouldn't go to a practitioner who perhaps was uh, dealing into some sort of, you know, other arts and other things and, and didn't know Yeshua because I wouldn't want really to, to be in, entangled in that stuff. Now, again, we get back to what I'm trying to talk about, which is the discerning of spirits. Now, some of you might still be in that mindset that these types of things are demonic, and I appreciate that. But for me, I realized that what he was doing with healing me through touching different places and pressure points in my feet was not demonic. We talk about Yeshua, he loves Yeshua. It was great. But sometimes, you know, I was watching something today, someone was putting something up and they were just going on and on about how can we call the snake evil when God made snakes and sometimes the cobra comes to bring healing and to deal into our lives and then Kundalini and then it was talking about the chakras and I went, oh, I can't actually cope with this. I don't know if it's being done to create hysteria or lots of likes on one's social media posts. But I just thought I'm going to actually just unblock this for a little while because I'm, I'm not liking what I'm seeing because the spirit of discernment is so very, very important. I don't like the, the, the root of this thing. I don't think all roads lead to God. I think that scripture is quite clear. The only way to the Father is through Jesus. I don't like the, uh, the chakras because I believe they're a false tree. I believe that the tree of life is what is necessary in our lives, not the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so we need to be so cautious that we, we don't start swinging the pendulum so far that we start delving into things which really are not okay. And I don't think they're okay. I think we need to stay within the genre of scripture. This is our plumb line. The Bible is absolutely our plumb line. And we need to stay in the plumb line of what Yahweh is doing with us, through us, and for us. Um, but then again, not to be um, completely wrapped up in being religious. Now, you know, the problem with us is sometimes that we we are not we're not trained up as as people to study facts. We're not trained up as people to. If someone gives me statistics, to go and actually Google the statistics myself. There was for a while, um, people would go, oh, please pass this on, this child's missing. Uh, pass it on to as many people as you can. I Google it and go, oh, hold on just a minute. The child was found three years ago. You need to Google this before you put it on your social media and forward it because it's already been done. And I found that there was just a laziness to maybe Google, to, to study, to just do a little bit of research. And I was, I was just like, come on, people, do some research before you go, please find this child. She was found three years ago. Stop. And because we don't really, we're not brought up in a culture of study and asking questions. In the Jewish culture, it's very much encouraged to ask questions. In our culture and in my culture, it was children were seen and not heard and we were to be quiet and stop asking so many questions. You do what I say because I'm the adult. I'm right. Do what I say. And I think a lot of us are brought up like that. And I think it's how we ask Christians probably that is the kicker here. We need to ask in honor with a sweetness of spirit. And we need to, as those and parents or whoever, answer them the same way. Because someone asks a question doesn't mean that they're being antagonistic. They're just asking a question. But it's good. Scripture says we need to come and reason together. And so then we speak, we reason together and we ask. And we're not really encouraged to ask, you know, having been a pastor for so many you know, years, decades, in fact, 
Um, if somebody had asked a question while I was preaching, I probably would have got the deacons to get up and take them out and don't be so obstropolous and difficult because didn't know how to handle people who just ask genuine questions. And that's okay. And I think it's good for us to learn how to ask. It's really good for us to learn how to ask questions, how to, to speak to one another and to ask questions. Now, it says here that there is this discerning of spirits, and I just feel we need to learn how to ask questions and look up uh, things in the Word and, and, in, and in study books and speak to people and, and really get the mind of Christ on this because people often go, well, this is what I saw, this is what I encountered, therefore it is real. Well, I don't know. You know, is that is it, I can see, see things sometimes, and then I, I'll phone someone and go, "Look, I, I felt this, or I saw this, or I dreamt this, or whatever." I always phone my daughter and I go, "Babe, I've had a dream. Uh, can I talk to you?" And I'll work it through with her instead of, "This is what I dreamt. This is what I saw. This is my interpretation." End of this discussion. I'm right. Amen. I think we've got to learn to do that together with Holy Spirit, so we can learn to start discerning the things that we need to do. Like I heard a guy say the other day. Um, he said this, he said, smoking a cigarette is not a cause of lung cancer. Smoking cigarettes are not a cause of lung cancer. He said 95% of all lung cancer is caused by stress or caused by statistics in your DNA. And the guy that was interviewing went, wow, I didn't know that, wow. And then he said, I need you to know I made up those stats. But everyone believed me. If I speak it loud enough and say it with enough authority and go study show generally, and I'm say it with absolute authority, generally people will go, wow, I didn't know that. Recently there was something on Netflix and it stated its statistics were based on studies have shown. We have done studies on people and this has shown this to be truth. But when we, when I looked up on the studies that were shown, they'd only actually done it on 12 people. Well, that's not good enough. That's not diverse enough. That's not enough to go studies have shown uh, 12 people. Seriously? Um, and so everybody, you know, sucked it up, was gullible, just went, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And, and, and studies hadn't shown it. 12 people had shown it. And this is the thing. This guy said, I said it loud enough. I said it with as much authority as I could. And I said, studies have shown, and you believe that 95% of all lung cancer is caused by stress or your DNA. Not truth. I made it up. And the problem is we don't read. We don't independently study history. And we just believe everything that's fed to us on social media, good and bad, both sides of the scale. You know, we just come through a pandemic. Wow, what a lot of stuff. You know, good and bad. 50% said it was okay to be vaccinated. 50% it wasn't okay to be vaccinated. 50% said people died because of it. 50% of people said people didn't die. But at the end of the day, you know, we've got to go, what is this to do with me other than Yahweh? What are you saying? Living above the sun, I do what you tell me to do. I only do what the Father tells me to do, number one. And number two, um, Father, you know, what is this to do with me? I've got to get on with creation, groaning, waiting for me to manifest, living above the sun as a king, learning how to stand and do what I have to do as creation manifests itself through me and and it, it arcs with me because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing on the face of the earth. But instead I'm on social media sucking up all the stuff that's there. And then what happens is my sentimentality gets involved. I believe that a lot of us have substituted the spirit of discernment 
with the spirit of sentimentality. And our sentiment has governed us so strongly that we call it discernment, but it's actually sentimentality. So we govern through sentimentality. Somebody recently said to me, how, what do you think about uh, living forever or hell being forever and ever and ever? Don't you think that there's an end to hell? There's an end to eternal hell where Yahweh just gets rid of hell. There's no more hell. Everyone's gone. They just disappear. Hell's not there anymore. Is eternity for eternity? Is is ever living for you know everlasting everlasting? I said I'll I'll answer your question with a question. Are you born again? Do you know Yeshua? He said I am born again from above. I said Do you have eternal life? He said I do. I said How long is your eternal life for? And he said My eternal life is forever. I said So why do you have a different set of rules for eternal life for yourself, but eternal damnation for others is short and and it has an end. Both of them are eternal. So in other words, your eternal um, life with Yeshua has an end. He said, nope, nope, you're right. I see what you're saying. Sorry, I'll stop. The problem is we're sentimental. We just feel that a loving God wouldn't do these types of things. We feel a loving God wouldn't allow certain things. We feel that a loving God would need to change some of the rules. And so we start to speak out of that place. And when we speak out of the loving God wouldn't differentiate differentiate between all the other religions and say that they're they're not all leading to God. Only, you know, Jesus leads to God. No, everything leads to God. What we've done is we've replaced sentimentality. Um, instead of using discernment, we've said it's we've we've used the spirit of sentimentality. And because it suits our worldview, it suits the humanistic spirit that's in our countries. And so, you know, secular humanism, it suits that. And so spirit of sentimentality has become the thing we govern by. And we think it's Holy Spirit speaking to us. And so that's something we have to deal into. Is it my sentiment or is it Holy Spirit? Now, I'm not a death and damnation, you know, turn or burn person. Um, I believe that God gives people a chance right until the very, very, very end of whatever that end looks like um, for him. But I think we've got to realize that we need to say, Father, Help me to really operate in a spirit of discernment. And that, that comes from Holy Spirit. And if I have been operating in a spirit of sentimentality, I really repent. I have repentance. I repent and I ask you to forgive me so that I can walk past this silliness of, of sentimentality and humanistic spirit. And I can get back into discerning of spirits that is given to me by the Holy Spirit. And I promise Yahweh that I will not allow myself to get religious about discernment either, but that I will step fully into what you tell me to do. I won't judge the others. I will judge myself. I will work with myself and I will walk into the fullness of what you've got for me. So today I want to ask you to really say to Holy Spirit to teach you how to walk into the fullness of understanding what discerning of spirit looks like and for him to give it to you in its full measure today so that we can walk circumspectly in the Lord. So I hope that's encouraged you today and I just want to bless you and honor you. Shalom.